relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. It sounds a little um, trite, cliched, but I think it is justified, especially on this day, to ask the question, where are the great men? Where are the leaders? Is it simply a crisis that is required? Will hard times create great men? Uh, I'm delighted to have a good friend of the show who is with us always every Friday to discuss national security issues, uh, foreign policy issues, and and has been a loyal friend of of the show and, and personally, who during our discussion on Friday said, you know, we need to go a little bit deeper into what the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. represents and revisit that on the day of this quote-unquote holiday. We're in studio, we're working, uh, and I'm delighted to have my friend Jim Carafano in studio. Jim, welcome. Great. It's great, uh, great to be with you. And, you know, it is a great day to talk about what makes for great leaders and, and why do they bring about transformational change and what makes them unique and important and how do we distinguish them from the fraudsters and the, and the grifters. Yeah. Right, let's, let's start with that uh, as a graduate of West Point. Let's do the basics, the 101. What, what do they share with you? When you're there, you're a young man. Where do the basics, the 101 of leadership begin? Well, you know, the first thing that I always try to get folks to really focus on is the difference between characteristics and character. Oh, okay. And so many people think great leadership is about 
the flamboyance of it. Like, you know, the patterns. Because he has pearl handled things. <laughs> right. Obama because he's debonair. Uh, you know, MacArthur because he had a corncob pipe. And the trappings. And these are and the and these are very superficial things, right? And and yeah, and they're important if you're if you're watching movie characters or whether you like a Beyonce concert, <laughs> but they don't tell you about what makes a leader great. Part of what makes a leader great is character, and that's not characteristics. I remember the army, people would say, well, I'm going to be a great leader because I'm going to emulate this general or that general. And what they're emulating is kind of these superficial things. And not, not to get political, but when you see um, like a Vivek Ramaswamy on the campaign trail and he's, I'm going to be great. So he kind of emulates Donald Trump. Well, that's kind of very superficial because right. those are characteristics. It's not, it's, leadership doesn't come from style. Right. And so it makes for a great leader... And, and when we talk about the element of character, it's very simply it's doing the right thing for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And 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 we, if you think about this hierarchy, um, if you want to start with national leadership, it's you know what's best for the nation, you know what's best for um, you know things. And then and as you cascade my political party, my presidency, my goal, the last thing on the list is. What's best for Sebastian Gorka, for right? right? Right, and it's it is the the truly great leaders are selfless leaders in the sense that they are putting them all out there themselves. Now, there's lots of people that say that, yeah, but but they're not really practicing that. When 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 Taylor Swift says, "I'm there for my fans," she's not really there for fans, right? right? She's really there. I mean, she doesn't hater fans, you know, when they had a big concert and it got super hot and everything, she canceled the concert, got people water or whatever, right? Okay, but that doesn't mean she's there. That, that's okay, because but but that's about her image, right? She's not there for the fan. And so so it's this distinction between characteristics and character that matters so much. And so Martin Luther King's a, a great exemplar. You know, we listen to the speech and the soaring rhetoric and, the, you know, the kind of um, preacher-like attitude and uh, and we say, oh my God, that makes Martin Luther King this larger than what, but no, it was the underlying character of my my life, my marriage, my my um, congregation, uh, my friends, my family, my children. Everything is subordinated to this greater mission of serving all Americans, right? Because dealing with the issue of race in America was not just about. So black people could sit at a, a, a lunch counter. It was healing all of America, serving all of us, leaving us all better off. And so it's that underlying character that really distinguishes true leadership. And let's talk about the 25 years you had in uniform. How does that translate in practice beyond, you know, you're the officer, so you're the last guy in the chow line, and you make sure your guys eat first. Talk to us about how right. I translate in practice. You know, so for you know, example, at West Point, when they say, well, we have an honor code, you don't lie, cheat, or steal, right? But why, why do people lie, cheat, or steal? Well, it's to better themselves, you know, get myself out of trouble, right? And, the, and it's just beating that basic thing of, no, 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 it's not about you, dude. It's about the people that are ahead of you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, for example, um, watching um, uh, Band of Brothers, uh-huh. okay, and you, everybody knows the famous first episode of Band of Brothers with the guy from Friends, right? Friends, David yeah. Schwimmer. Yeah, right. Right, right. Who, who well, what's really interesting is if you're watching it as, as a guy who knows the basics of leadership, the, one of the interesting things is watch the number of scenes 
where every where all of his soldiers are in helmets and backpacks and uniforms, and David Schwimmer's wearing a leather jacket and a yeah, yeah. and a garrison cap, right? right? So uh, a leader is going to be in the same clothing as his men. He's going to do the same things as his men. So, but these are all kind of. Um, Symbolic of this notion of underlying of, of selfless service, which I do think is the mark of, of, of great leaders at all, all levels. I, I've been working on this thing. If anybody haven't read this, you should go. It's the death of Captain Wasco. So this is an incredibly famous uh, piece that Ernie Pyle wrote during World War II of the death of an obscure captain that nobody had ever heard of on the side of a mountainside in Italy. But it, it, it captured all this attention because um, when they brought Wasco's body down, from the mountainside, uh, the soldiers that walked up to the body to touch it or pray or speak to it, because Wasco was the real thing. He, was, he, had, he had commanded these men from training camp in the United States all the way through North Africa in the Italian campaign, and he was a beloved officer. For, he, was, he was competent, he was, but he, he always looked after his men, including one time he threatened to cook with a forty-five. Uh, on Thanksgiving dinner, if he didn't, if he didn't show up with turkey and cranberry for the troops, <laughs> I've got so many questions to ask. Um, when when you're studying this, how do you learn this? Is it by seeing other people lead? Is it case studies? Is it his, history? Is it in practice? What what have been the most effective ways you absorb the lessons of others' good leadership? Yeah, I you know I think that is a great question, and you know of course at West Point you know we spend an innumerable amount of time teaching leadership, um, and I really think it, you know it, you know it's like most things is you can have an educational knowledge. And somebody can tell you something, but until you live that in real life, yeah, right. and that is put into practice, it doesn't really bang, you know, really make sense to you. So there's so many things at West Point that people would talk about leader, and I would go, oh yeah, and everything. But really for me, it, it's when you pair that operational experience with that kind of, whether it's a educational grounding or a faith-based grounding or or teachings from your parents or whatever, when you pair those kind of the teaching and the doing together, that's what really brings life lessons home. And so for me, you know, it's easy to say selfless service, get all that other things, but watching leaders watching in action and which ones, you know, moved the ball and which ones didn't and what made the difference. You know, I worked for two generals who were both hated by most people because they were really hard guys and they were tough on me. But, but um, I worked close close with both of them personally and hold, hold that story we'll, we'll hear about the uh, the two tough guys leaders you worked for we're talking to jim carafano senior counsel to the president of the heritage foundation join today at heritage.org and follow him at jj carafano and don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform of choice just look for my name sebastian gorka leave a five-star review share the links with your friends this is a very special episode of the manhood hour
Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. China, Russia, India, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia are conducting international trade in local currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. The Biden administration sends hundreds of billions abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure. However, the biggest financial threat may be coming from within. Central bank digital currency is real. Patents have been filed and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The vets at Midas Gold Group see tyrannical implications. The end of cash? The end of financial privacy? Big government able to see your every purchase? Could there be ties to a social credit system? You can own private currency. Gold and silver. Get free silver just for asking Midas Gold Group how you can use your retirement to own physical gold. Call Midas Gold Group today at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653. MidasGoldGroup.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. When you enjoy some kind of intellectual product, a TV show, a book, a radio show that goes into the geopolitics of the world, what's the most fun aspect of any of that? It's to meet the person behind it, right? When I finally met one of the greats, one of the men I looked up to, Colin Gray, who as a Brit had worked in the Reagan administration in the National Security Council. That for me is, you know, once you get to ask your own questions in person, then 
it's much more fun than just somebody whose books you're reading or whose voice is coming out of a radio. Well, how about this? If 15 hours of America First is not enough for you, then join us. We are going to Alaska with our Patriots Cruise the July 4th weekend. If you missed our trip to Israel a year ago with 350 of our dearest listeners, well, then don't hesitate. Book today. We will be basking in the most beautiful state of the nation, Alaska. We'll be talking about what the Biden administration has wrought on America in the last three years and how we can rest it back. Join us. A whole ship full of Patriots. Find out all the details everywhere. We'll be stopping at SebGorka.com. Just click on the Patriots Alaska Cruise banner. It will be the trip of a lifetime. S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorka.com, and the Patriots Alaska Cruise. So you were saying you worked for some tough gentlemen, some tough generals. I takes me back to my time. I, I, I was in the same school for 14 years, which is pretty unusual. And the teacher I look back on most fondly was my Latin master, who was the strictest guy in the class. But did we study and did he get us squared away? Yes. So tell us about the people you worked for. Well, you know, no, that's the point. It's, it's, it's delivering, right? So, uh, so the, the two of the, my, the most uh, important generals in my life were the two of the most difficult bosses I ever had. But they were just fantastic, and and the, they actually they describe difficult because some people may well, think that, they're they're ornery or whatever. I mean, they were just look. What I remember one time, this guy was briefing um, at this staff meeting, and and the and the guy who was a colonel was just hammering this guy with questions, and, and the guy got so flustered he fainted and fell through a. a an uh, officer? Yeah, yeah. He fainted and fell through a glass cabinet. Actually, cut his arm. Rather, go to the hospital. And and because he was just being asked questions, he didn't have answers for. Well, I mean, the point is, is if you can't handle the pressure, right? That's not somebody that, right. that's going to work for me. Right. But um, the interesting thing is, I worked with, a, with another guy for them who wound up becoming the army chief of staff, who was also an incredibly extraordinary leader, the nicest, kindest, gentlest man you'd ever want. But but the point was, okay, he was. A kind, gentle, honorable man, and and he and he was incredibly effective. These guys were Darth Vader, but <laughs> but the fact is, is they in their core, they all shared the same thing. They put the needs of the nation first. They put the needs of the service first. They put the needs of the unit first, and they put themselves last. Um, the other thing that I think where we get this wrong is this notion about. Somehow, great leaders have to be godlike, mm. right, and perfect, right, and and part of the. But what have they ever been? Well, that, that's it's absurd, the, right? Well, that's the point, and part of the artificiality of this 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 kind of Obama esque thing, for example, which is it's all it, it is literally all fairy dust and paper. Is not only is he not a great leader and 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 far from perfect, but this intense effort to disguise all the flaws. Right. Because somehow that makes him a better leader if we just hide this from you. And Isn't rea- it true that some of the greatest leaders, like Churchill, <laughs> were behind the scenes flawed men? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are all flawed. You've been some of us in 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 serious ways. You bring up Martin Luther King. I mean, Martin Luther King's actually a very good. Example. He had personal flaws. I mean, including he was not faithful to his wife, right. and and that put a lot of hardship on his wife and his family, and it also put himself at risk. To things like blackmail and other things, right. including from the U.S. government, but um, 
but but this is this is the reality. FDR, you know, famously had you know lots of affairs. I mean, is there, is there any magic formula? Because you know you, you've been inside the Beltway long enough. Is there a kind of okay as long as they produce for all of us what they do? You know, after dark behind closed doors. Is there, is there some kind of you know, cesura, where you just separate no. this from that? No, I mean, is I think... For, is there a formula? No, I, well, first of all, I think people have to be held accountable for their flaws. Yeah. I, I, I mean, for what they do. I think that's always true. Um, I, I but, would, do, but do we care about what Bill Clinton is doing with an intern in the Oval? Or is, is that a well, mark of character that should matter? Well, yeah, I would say, when, well, look, if, when it's exposed... How do they accountability for that? So, I mean, it was an issue. In, in, let's face it, that FDR never really faced because it was never exposed yeah, because right. it was an open secret. Everybody knew about it. Nobody cared. Same thing with with JFK. It was never just. But but the reality is, is if they were held to account for that, do you take accountability for that? Instead of saying I never had sexual relations like, I, with that Bill, woman, Bill Clinton right? obviously didn't. And the other thing is, which is which is important is, do you do you pervert your your job, right? To, to cover up cover or to up. think, right? right? So do you, like, did Martin Luther King steal money from the, from the you know, church funds? That kind of, you, that's, you know, kind of beyond, beyond the pale. But, but, but I do think, you know, you also are held accountable. I mean, look, I mean, I, I mean let's be honest. I think um, men, particularly men in power, if, if you're having sexual relations with other people outside of marriage, you know, particularly if you're a person of power, how... The, the fact that you are a powerful person, that cannot but help to impact that relationship. The notion that Bill Clinton having sex with an intern, even if the intern was perfectly willing, the notion that that could be a fair... I mean, that's well, just, that's, that's that's just a part, wrong. That's it's sort just, of partnership of equals. Right. So, um, you know, I, I think we all do things that are wrong. Um, and I think the, the, is if you're caught... What is your reaction? Man up and be accountable for what you do. And also... Understand the concept when you even when you're doing wrong. Understand the consequences of what you're doing and and being say can you know can I live with that? I mean, so there are things I think that are that are beyond the pale. Um, so, um, so yeah, but 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 it's the reality. You know, it's the reality of 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 what we of the world in which we live. Um, but I do think I don't think anybody gets a, a pass for doing wrong. But you know, but but the but if your if your notion is a great leader is somebody who does no wrong, then nobody's going to be great. Now, it doesn't mean you don't strive for greatness and to deal with human weaknesses and failings as best we can. Um, Winston Churchill, for example, was a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, that's right. not a it, it's not a, a moral flaw. It was an addiction. It's an addiction that he had, but it's it's an addiction that he that he never let get in the way of getting the job done. We're talking to Jim Carafano, joined today, heritage.org. He is the author of numerous works. Check out Brutal War, Jungle Fighting in Papua, New Guinea, 1942. I can't wait for his next on the Italy campaign. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Make sure you are 
uh, following us on all social media platforms. We are everywhere that matters. Keep up with the breaking news. Just look for my name, Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on Truth Social. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram. You can watch us. We are a television show as well on your Roku, your Fire Stick, and as of last month on your Samsung device. Or just download uh, the Salem News Channel app. And don't forget, unique content from me, uh, unique content and direct access to me at my Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. Did you know that 84% of New Year's resolutions fail in the first six weeks? That's got me thinking about PhD weight loss and nutrition and why it was a success for me. Why I haven't gained one pound of my 42-pound weight loss back. Why Jeff, my producer, decided to start the program. Most people blame their failure on a lack of time, motivation, and a loss of zeal. PhD makes it simple. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. They are masters of motivation. You have a team of coaches by your side the whole time, and you don't lose your zeal because every week you make great strides, so you stay excited. Do something different this year and call PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, 864-644-1900 to get started or online at myphdweightloss.com. Don't do this alone. The number, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply.
Now, what, what was it? Until recently, you could graduate from West Point with an engineering degree or a history degree, right? So when I went there, we had something called the core curriculum, okay. which was you had to take kind of a little bit of everything. Nice, and good. You, so you didn't actually were allowed to like have a major. Oh, right. So that's a... Well, that, well, that's when the Diplodocuses were roaming the earth, right? Right, right. right. Fair, yeah, fair time yeah, ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so now it's more like a traditional college in the sense that you can have majors. and. Like, All right. Uh, Nevertheless, you have written numerous works of history. Right. So let me ask you a question of, of historical context to the Manhood Hour, to MLK Day, and to the question of where are the great leaders? And we'll, we'll talk about the fraudsters next, yeah. but here's my question. There are these theories, the great men theory. Right. Then there's the question of, uh, or the theory that we've had it too good, we get too soft, and it's all about me, me, me. Where do you stand on the paucity of leaders, yeah. Yeah. especially in this city? What, what's Jim Carafano's theory on yeah. why we are where we are today? Is it yeah. because we won the Cold War? What is it? Yeah, it's like do, do men and, and women make the times or do the times yeah. make? Right. right. Well, so the, this is a great thing. And, and the Martin Luther King Day is a perfect time to discuss that because, you know, I, the, the speech that you play at the beginning of the hour, the, the, this iconic speech on the steps of the the Lincoln Memorial, which literally I think every American alive today would instantly recognize that speech. And so the question is, is why? What? And this gets to the point is, it's leadership is about rhetoric and action. It's talking and walking the talk. There's a reason why that speech is unforgettable, because he led a movement that changed America and led to the success of the civil rights in the United States. Nobody would remember FDR's speech about the day of infamy mm-hmm. if we hadn't gone off and won and fought World War II. Right. Nobody would remember Reagan's speech about tear down that wall if the, war, the wall wasn't torn down. Obama made a very important political speech in, uh, yeah, I think it was Egypt, you know, speaking to the Islamic world. Nobody in America could tell you the date, the content, or a word from that speech. Because it was all just talk. Nothing yeah. happened after that. And so this is... So this, it's the match of the two. Right. I think that's right. Great leaders, they're historic, right? But, but they also, they deliver. And that, I think, is really um, a, a, a true... A so true. so to, to try and force you into answering the question, is it because, therefore, leadership has devolved into looking good and packaging? Well, this is uh, you know this is a problem with Washington D.C. Right? Um, have a, somebody who's been in the city for you know decades. Which most people that come to Washington D.C. morph into whatever the city wants. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, what is that? Explain what that well, sentence it's, means. It's, it's whatever you know, whatever gets you to the cocktail parties mm-hmm. and everything. Right? So you got to fit in. There's very few people, that, and those are people who don't really know why they've come here. Right. Why are you in Washington, D.C.? Because I got you know, to be rich or whatever. But and there's people who come here and there are already people of character who know who they are and what they're trying to do. They don't change. They're the same people that they were when they came here. I'm, and Washington usually doesn't like them. Right. You know, I'm thinking, like, you, know, you know, Rand Paul, who I don't agree with on, on lots of things, is a great example. I think Rand Paul is an extraordinary principled person of character because he came here with a mission. He's maintained true to that mission. He doesn't morph into what the city wants. Yeah. He's the guy that did that. I think it's one of the reasons that attracted Donald Trump um, to a lot of people. It's, it's, 
you know, people would say, oh, well, once, these are people who actually don't know Trump at all. Well, once the, once the, uh, the, the, they pick a candidate, Trump will move to the center. And they're like, oh, well, once he's elected, you know, Trump will... T- well, no, of course not, right? Because the, Trump has always been authentically who he is and never sh- uh, shifted from that. Um, who else? I- I'm curious. Give me some other names. Would you put Newt Gingrich in that category? True to himself? Give me some other names of people who didn't get infected by the swamp. Yeah. Um, As- well, obviously, Ronald Reagan's probably the, yeah. the penultimate example of somebody who... Uh, Came here as a person of character and never shifted and uh, and and never changed. Um, it's not just about you know politics. It's also, for example, in the military. It's you know, are are you the same leader of character when you were a second lieutenant than you are when you're a three star general, or in or in the business world? If you are, when you are you the same person of character that you. That you went when you started a startup, and now that you're a multi-billion billion dollar country, and look, I mean, the other thing about leadership, and this is really important, is it, leadership is actually not about the leader; it's about a relationship mm. between a person and the person who is going to work with other people to get things done. And, and I think this, and this was kind of part of the training at West Point, which I think was maybe the most profound, that this notion that this is, a, this is transactional, right? So, um, so how do you do that, right? Is it about just giving people what they want, which is truly being a populist, yeah. right? Which isn't really leading. No. Right? Um, is it about, you know, wanting something that nobody else is going to do, right? So you're this kind of lone voice, you know, okay, that's not leading either because you're just, you're just a... On the fringe, or is it about mobilizing people to get things done in the common good? And that's that is that's real leadership, and and it is different, right? And this is so it's interesting. You can be very hold hold that there. Hold that there. I've got some big questions regarding that. We're talking to JJ Carafano on Twitter, senior counsel to the president of the Heritage Foundation, coming to you from the ReliefFactor dot com studios. Relief Factor, it's real. It works. How do I know that? Because as of this January, I've been taking it for. Five years, five years, and it has liberated me from my pain. Find out for yourself. Order the three quick starter pack right now by going to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com. You owe it to yourself to find out why over a million Americans are taking this product right now. You should be one of the success stories. Call right now, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. That's 1-800-473-5433. 5433relieffactor.com Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend, Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stomp out the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Made from the world's best cotton called Giza, these sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98 in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio square and use promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-829-8468 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Gorka. That's 800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. 
faces a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. But do you have regrets about the withdrawal from Afghanistan? I, I support the president's decision. Do you have regrets of, about the withdrawal or how the withdrawal occurred from Afghanistan that cost the lives of 13 of our service members? I, I don't have any regrets. Uh, you don't have um, any regrets. Secretary Austin, uh, it's very telling. Uh, Secretary Austin, um, has there ever been any accountability for anyone within the Department of Defense for the deadly, botched, and embarrassing withdrawal from Afghanistan? Any accountability? Hey, listen, our, our, our troops evacuated 124,000 people off that airfield. Has anyone and been held accountable? If a Navy captain grounded a ship, what happens immediately? Typically, that, that captain is removed. That captain is removed. Has anyone been held accountable for what happened in Afghanistan? To my knowledge, no. You don't regret it? No one's ever been held accountable? Mr. Chairman, this is why this Republican majority must provide the accountability that this administration wants to sweep under the rug with what happened in Afghanistan. A, a stunning clip. Hard to actually fathom that that's not a deep fake. That's uh, Congressman uh, Jim Banks with the still absent Secretary of Defense saying he has no problem with what happened in Afghanistan where 13 of our warfighters were murdered by ISIS and dozens, if not scores, were, were wounded. Jim, when, when we discussed this, so we've just finished the segment talking about what it means to be a leader, not to get sucked into what this city wants from you or what what the blob, the swamp wants from you. And then I played that clip for you. You got very, very head up on Friday. And then when you opened 
At the beginning of the hour, you contrasted what it means to be a leader and a great man with, you used the phrase, the fraudsters. Talk to us about the fraudsters. Where, where are the men of honor? What, what happened? I mean, if, uh, talk to us about that Secretary of Defense saying he has no regrets. Yeah, and this is, I think this is a, a good point because um, this is where people often get tripped up because since leadership is transactional, right, it, it, it changes from environment to environment. And so, so there are some people who are brilliant leaders. It doesn't matter where you put them. You put them in business. They're very successful. You put them in the military. They're very successful. You put them in educators. They're very successful. Um, there are some people who are awesome generals, and then there are horrible politicians. Mm-hmm. Or they're terrific businessmen, but you put them in government, and they're just a mess, right? Um, so that's you know, different skill sets, different things. But, but it's this notion of, of, of this transactionality of how do I get people to the right place to do the right thing, where you can really get tripped up because... It's what's. It gets back to the issue of character. It's what are the right thing and not like and how do I get there? And for some people, it's just too easy to make compromises. Mm. And the and and the fraudsters and the grifters. And I'll, I'll look. I'll just be frank. And I'm not a political person. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Joe Biden is a grifter. Joe Biden has always been about Joe Biden, and it's always been about making money for Joe Biden. And and he's one of these. He's almost a hoarder. He's a hoarder of cash and power. Right? He wants to be comfortable. He doesn't want to pay for anything. He wants life to be easy. And he, and he, and he has convinced himself in his brain that, that public service is, is his path to, to comfort. And, and that... It's something for him. Right. But, he's, but the fact that there's actually no public service in his public service, that his public service is really about... Him, the, Private him profit. His world and his, he, 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 this is he's ingrained in his belief to this. But this is, this is the the Faustian pact, right? That you know maybe forty years ago he thought he was doing good. I'll give you another good example, which is a really interesting case, which is George Wallace, right? George Wallace didn't start out as a raging racist. George Wallace started out as something very different in in politics. He. His path to power was in making political alliances with the radical, um, racist parts of the state and his path to power. And, and it even brought him into a presidential campaign. But if you look at, at George Wallace late in life, he, he recognized that he has sold his soul to the devil. And he did much to try to, to recant much of, of that, right? And that's, 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 that's the part where, you know, here, here's here's the thing. You know, I wish to say is, is whether you know if you're ethical or not. Your ethics are really when you listen listen to that little voice deep down inside. Is this right or wrong? And if the little voice deep down inside says it's wrong, Seb, yeah, then then this then you have reached a moral crossroad. Um, or it, or if you're not not to be crude or anything, but if you're like an Obama. You, you're way, or an AOC, they're way past that. They'll never have that moral dilemma because they, there is no, because they don't have that capacity of self-evaluation and self-listening. People who are morally grounded are going to know if they've done something. It doesn't mean that you, you won't do it, but, you, but you're going to say, you're going to acknowledge, I will be held accountable for that regardless of the consequences, or you're going to say, I know this is not a right thing and I'm not going to do this. And that's just the reality of, of 
of it. And, and it is this. It is deep down. So I go, I go through all this time with young people that come to me and say, hey, I got this job. I got this other job. Or I get, and and I, my advice is always the same. It says, listen to the voice yeah. deep down inside because that's the honest voice. And, of course, um, I don't know if you did this deliberately, but for those who aren't familiar, because it has been memory hold since the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. The man who killed him, James Earl Ray, was, of course, a George Wallace campaign volunteer. So right. there is a connection there. So, so the lesson here is, unlike, unless you are, I mean, I mean a clinical psychotic, right, right. that voice inside, right. you need to listen to that voice. Right. And this is where I think the responsibility of the teacher, the parent, uh, the faith leader really comes in because that inculcates the foundational, the foundation of who you are. That's I mean, I mean, when I went, I mean, when I went to West Point, I used to laugh at duty on a country. I'm like, and <laughs> like, because. That was my household. Right? Uh-huh. That was the, the, so when I got there, cop, I, right? I didn't learn duty honor country at West Point. I went there and they say duty honor country. I'm like, yeah, yeah what else? I got that. This I got that you know um, uh, from my parents. But this is this goes back to the responsibility. This is why when you say what's what's wrong with people in the screwed up times is when you have a teacher who is inculcating you with a political agenda as opposed to f- forcing you to think. And to look at fundamental questions and make choices, yeah. of course you're going to be screwed up. Right. I mean, of course you're going to be a nutcase, and you're going to think that crazy, wacky things are just fine. But that's why the role models are so very important, the mentors, everybody. Everybody who I know who's successful has that mentor, has that role model. It doesn't matter whether it's a football coach or a certain teacher at school or an uncle. These things are absolutely crucial. We're talking to our good friend, who is the manhood hour, Jim Carafano, senior counselor, the president of the Heritage Foundation. Follow him at JJ Carafano. Uh, it is essential for you to function properly as a man or a woman to be healthy. And that means eating right and getting uh, requisite exercise. But also, perhaps the most important thing is to get a good night's sleep. If you don't sleep well, consistently, not only your mind, your body will eventually shut down. That's why I am delighted to tell you, to reveal that for the last six months almost, I've been a guinea pig for Relief Factor's latest product, Relief Factor Sleep. It's natural. It works. Katie, my wife, takes it now sleeps past 6 a.m. She used to get up before the sun came up. Now she gets a good night's sleep, as do I. Find out for yourself. It truly works. Get a re-energizing, revivifying sleep, and don't feel drowsy in the morning. ReliefFactor.com slash sleep or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com slash sleep. to America First with Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump. This is a special edition of the Manhood Hour with one of our good friends, strong supporters of the show from the Heritage Foundation. He always talks national security, geopolitics, foreign policy for us. If you want America to be prosperous and safe again and the world not to be insane, uh, 
full of wars than support the president, the most philo-Semitic president since 1948, the only president to go to Jerusalem as president and go to the Wailing Wall, the Temple Wall. We've put that image with your uh, initiative on a T-shirt, on a mug with the words in Hebrew and English, our fight. We are in a civilization war, war against the savages. Get yours today, sebgorkastore.com, so much more, including all of my, uh, my books at sebgorkastore.com. And don't forget our friend's book, or one of the several he has written. Get it today. It is The Brutal War, Jungle Fighting in Papua New Guinea, 1942. Can't wait to see the next one about the Italy campaign. Jim, uh, you know, you have that historic perspective. I don't want to put you on the spot, but have we become so soft, so self-centered, so me, 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 social media, the fraudsters, the grifters, as you say? Is it going to take a war for us to come back to to some kind of sense of values? So, um, so we, we all kind of look back to the greatest generation, yeah. and we say that's the gold standard, right? These are the most incredible people that have done unbelievably amazing things, not only during the war, but then remember, they came back and they built the world's premier economy. They put a man on the moon. I mean, they just did unbelievable things. They dealt with really difficult issues like, like um, uh, race relations. I mean, the, the, truly um, uh, a successful generation, if ever there was one. So when I was uh, reading a lot of diaries and letters and stuff of, of uh guys that fought in World War II. The interesting thing is, is right after Pearl Harbor, many of the first thoughts of many young uh, men and women who volunteered for service was, can we do this? Because their frame of reference was World War I. I said, okay, that was, a, that, that was their parents. I mean, they hadn't been at war. They, most of these kids grew up in the Depression. They lived through terrible times. You know, America was a horrible, you know, terrible place for a lot of them. And they were like, are we up for this? There was enormous self-doubt. And I think it's kind of hard for us to wrap our heads around that, that many of the people, like the Band of Brothers, these were not guys, oh, yeah, we're going to go off and win this. These, right. They had a lot of... So, so I think every generation um, has the potential to be um, great. It, I mean, I look at, I think, post-9-11, where look at the, the number of people that knew they were going to war Without a stepped up and volunteer, go fight in very, very terrible places. Look at Ukraine. Which well, is look a, at the people on 9/11 who knew they're going to die, who ran into the buildings. Yeah, I, 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 look at look at but look at Ukraine. Look right. at a country that that has the odds. Nobody in Vegas has given them odds, and right. people that threw a uniform on. So I, and what, what do they all have in common? Because and the difference between them and people like in Russia, where they drag people out of prison and send them to the front, is they have freedom. Right. Yeah. And at the end, if, if you if you inculcated with a basic level of freedom that people do have the capacity to make these choices about about not just about how they can flourish in good times, but how they can deal with adversity in bad times. So I, I am optimistic. That's the lesson. Our liberty gives us the option to show the world what our values are. Others don't even have that luxury. Very special episode of The Manhood Hour with our good friend Jim Carafano. Follow him at JJ Carafano. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on the swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation, 
Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. Is America first with Sebastian Gorka? If you had to bet one hundred fifty thousand dollars on who's going to win in November, who would you bet on? I never dreamed that I would say this, but I would bet on Trump. I never. I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from. January 6th, you don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. The guy's a survivor. And his opponent is having so much trouble that I would, at this point, to the edge of Trump. don't think Frank Lutz is very happy. Welcome, dear friends. It is Monday. Everybody else may be off work, but we're here. Why? Because you matter. Welcome. It is the Iowa big primary day, and the GOP pollster, the establishment pollster known as Frank Lutz. I don't know. Is he still... Is, do you think Kevin McCarthy's still living with him? I don't know. I doubt it. I think Kevin McCarthy's probably back in California raising funds for who? Um other rhinos and Democrats as well. What are your predictions? I've got a survey up on uh, my Twitter feed. I think, Eric, let's turn it into a poll on the website. Uh, The options are the following. How many points will President Trump smoke the second place loser by this evening? The options are 30 points. 40 points or 50 plus. Okay, so if you're not on Twitter, then you can go to sebgorka.com in a few minutes and give me your answers. What are your predictions for this evening? It's supposed to be a minus 30 wind chill in Iowa. Uh, nevertheless, I want to know what your expectations are. Is he going to beat the nearest challenger by 30, 40, or 50 plus points? The weather, how does it favor? How does it affect the candidates? It's so strange that the mainstream legacy corporate media seems to be on the side of, oh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Here's Chuck Todd with a very peculiar prediction. You know, this is a a question where weather has suddenly become the entire ballgame. It should be a real advantage to Ron DeSantis. Here's the guy that has been building an organization longer than any other campaign. He's got the governor on his side who's got a built-in organization. This is why you build an organization is when the weather drops unexpectedly 
are you going to get your people out, right? So in theory, this is all actually, I think, setting up really well right now for Ron DeSantis. What, what is that about, Jeff? Well, welcome back. It's great to have Jeff back with us here at the command ship at the headquarters. What, what is, why is Chuck Todd talking about how bad weather is good for Ron DeSantis? And first of all, I love how he's doing that on Meet the Press. That's the show that he was fired from. And he now goes oh my on there gosh. as a guest. How embarrassing must that be? Oh, my gosh. That's right. Would you ever do that? If you were like the host of a show, would you go back as a guest after you were fired, Jeff? No, especially when there's uh, how many other shows you can go do. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> so what is that? A, why, why is he talking about how, well, uh, obviously bad weather is good for Ron DeSantis. I mean, Ron DeSantis is from Florida. I mean, is he used to snow? Has he ever seen snow? I'm confused. I think it's just looking for any chance that Trump cannot win. They're just looking for anything now. Well, it's clear that it's got to be Nikki Haley's night. Why? Because Larry Hogan, (laughs) if this is the endorsement you get, cut nine, just listen. I I think we want to have the strongest possible nominee in November. Polls show that that is Nikki Haley, that she's 17 points ahead of Joe Biden. And uh, it's a toss up with Trump and Biden and DeSantis is losing. So, yes, um, I think uh, it's time for the party to get behind Nikki Haley. My friend Chris Christie dropped out of the race in New Hampshire. I appreciate his effort. Uh, But uh, I I believe that Nikki Haley is the strongest chance uh, for us to put put forth our best possible candidate for November. All right. I, I, I do this sometimes because, you know, does not compute is a phrase that comes to mind. Eric, nobody likes Larry Hogan, right? If, if you're actually a conservative, if you're America first, you think this guy is vomitous. Does he not understand what his endorsement does to Nikki Haley with, with the, the, the base of American conservatives? At this point, he unironically has more support from Democrats and never Trumpers who would have otherwise vote for Biden. He just lives in such a bubble. They all do. All these people, Larry Hogan, Mitt Romney, the rest of them, Nikki Haley herself, they genuinely, you said it the other day, they have no idea how they come across when they say things like this. How about this? This is, I haven't sent this to to Eric yet. This is a headline this morning from Breitbart. Let me just read it to you. Never Trumper, Bill Kristol, takes break from supporting foreign wars to endorse Nikki Haley. Now, if you're getting public endorsements from the likes of Larry Hogan and Bill Crystal, one of the most disgusting, oleaginous, never-Trumper creeps, nobody should vote for you. And then, and then the most shocking of all, I don't know how this... <laughs> Guy thought this is good. We have, we have a donor for Nikki Haley who says on air that Democrats are funding her. So this is Andy Sabin on Fox talking about a big fundraiser and who's going to be giving money to Nikki. Cut 12. We actually have a large um, fundraiser on the 30th of January at a major apartment in uh, New York City where we're raising a tremendous amount of money. Believe it or not, a number of it coming from uh, Democrats. Big money coming from Democrats? 
It's all you need to know, guys. All right, I want your predictions. Go to SevGorka.com. Answer the poll by how much is President Trump going to crush the next challenger, the second-point loser in the Iowa caucuses this evening? 30 points, 40 points, or 50-plus? Big story of the day. We've all got a caller on it. Uh, Don from Los Angeles. Let's smuggle you into the A block. Line one. Dr. G. Yes. We shall overcome. Happy MLK Day. Yeah, we have an amazing MLK guest uh, for the third hour today. Don't go anywhere. Um, MLK, who, by the way, as I tweeted out this morning, would be canceled by today's DEI critical race theory Democrats, Don. Yeah, so true. So scary. Yeah, it's it's just an incredible thing to consider. But, you know, Dr. G, I I just heard... um, uh, uh, NBC News published some kind of article that where they're basically uh, they're calling for like the military to disobey Mr. Trump if he does something like violating constitutional norms. And it's like these guys violate constitutional norms every day, trying to take his name off the ballot, trying to do this, trying to do that. It, it, it's just amazing. They say he's the threat to democracy. They're the one undermining it. And then they're saying, well, if he wins, We'll, we'll just overthrow them anyway. Here's the article. We were going to be discussing it today on the show. It's from NBCnews.com. Fears grow that Trump will use the military in dictatorial ways if he returns to the White House. What, what is this? This is a preparation for what? For having the military act against President Trump? Or the military act against you because you're a Trump supporter? We have civilian control over the military in this country. Yeah, we choose a civilian as the commander-in-chief, not some trumped-up Tim Pot general like in Argentina in the 80s. The left is telling you already what their plan is. We will break it down here on America First. Don't miss a millisecond of the show. Never miss any of our deep dives. Subscribe to the podcast, whichever platform you prefer. Salem, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And don't forget, if you want prosperity and safety back, let's turn 45 into 47. It's up to us, God willing. Go to SebGorkaStore.com. Fly the Trump flag over your home. Get the Trump yard sign, the Trump mug. So much more sebgorkastore.com that's s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a store.com and support him directly at donaldjtrump.com that's donaldjtrump.com we'll be back with my white house buddy sean spicer three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com